we have come a long way. We are finally reaching secret number seven, which is this right here, Infiltrating Your Dream 100 from the book, Traffic Secrets by Russell Brunson. Hey everyone, my name is Ambo Mihangos and I'm super excited to get into this secret. This is the last secret of section one and the next video, we're gonna start getting into section two, which is a lot more of the juicy content that I'm sure a lot of you are ready to consume. It is about filling your funnel. But today, we're gonna to be talking about secret number seven, infiltrating your dream 100. And this is actually more like a recap of all the other secrets. Um, it really talks about creating a lot of content and making your presence known in the digital world. And this is something that I've become really fascinated with ever since I started on YouTube. Uh, I believe it was in 2017, 2016, around there when I started posting things. And this is actually a clip of one of my very first videos it's not the best and I still say that some of my videos right now can still be improved but I'm having a lot of fun with it and I just wanna share a lot of content with you. And that's basically the whole idea of secret number seven, infiltrating your dream 100. And Russell, again, if you've read Dotcom Secrets, Expert Secrets, then you know about how Russell loves telling us stories. And in this secret, and the very first story that he talks about is the Arsenio Hall show. One of the things that Russell talks about here is that he mentions about Donald Trump and his show, The Apprentice, right? And how in The Apprentice, he had, um, a spin-off, I guess you could call it, uh, The Celebrity Apprentice, and Arsenio Hall was on there. Now, for a little bit of background information, Arsenio Hall was a talk show host, and he would have a whole bunch of celebrities, similar to what we see now with Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon. He would have different celebrities on his show talking about different things, and so Arsenio Hall would say that during that time when he had his talk show host, and he would have so many people on his show, he could pretty much reach out to anybody and have a quick conversation. He could have lunch with somebody, he could have dinner with somebody, pretty much every Everybody because they knew that Arsenio Hall had a platform. But later on, when Arsenio Hall was on The Apprentice, on Celebrity Apprentice, something completely changed. At this point in time, when Arsenio Hall was on The Celebrity Apprentice, Arsenio Hall no longer had his talk show. He no longer was well connected with all these celebrities that used to be on his show. And because of that, he had a lot of difficulties completing some of the tasks that uh, the directors, I guess you'd call it, or <laughs> Donald Trump at the time uh, would give everybody. And one of the examples that Russell Brunson shares in the book is that basically every other celebrity apprentices were given a task of raising money for a charity. And everyone just picked up their phone and started making calls to some of their celebrity friends or to some other people that were well-connected in the circle. And basically everyone was raising money. But Arsenio Hall, since he no longer had his platform, and therefore whenever he made calls to people that used to be on a show, they would not answer. He would not be able to get in touch with these people in order for him to raise money for this charity. And because of that, he actually raised the least amount out of everybody that was on that show. And Russell uses this as an example to show that we want to build up our platform. We want people to see us as a reputable source or just someone that has a platform, has an audience that is ready to listen to us. And that's basically the whole idea of this chapter or this secret. You want to create content so that you have a platform, you have an audience. And not only that, but you capture the traffic, you capture the audience so that you don't have to rely on these big brands like NBC, ABC, whatever. And he uses this same example to explain one of the other things about how, let's say for example, YouTube is really disrupting a lot of television when it comes to people creating their own shows. Because it used to be that if you wanted to become famous or if you wanted to have your own show, quote unquote, 
you had to rise the ranks of Hollywood and make it onto a platform like ABC, NBC, or CBS, or CW, whatever it may be, one of these networks, and get your own show on one of these networks. And then once you get on your own show, then you build up your audience, or you already have an audience, you bring them to your show. But now it's the opposite. You don't have to find one of these networks. You don't have to find CBS, ABC, or any of these platforms, networks, whatever. You just start a YouTube channel. And sure, it may be a little difficult at first because there's not gonna be a lot of people listening to you. By creating a YouTube channel and just by producing content and putting it out there, you are creating a show and that's the whole idea. I've had multiple conversations with friends where they ask me, I don't really know what to post. What should I post? Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I focus on one thing? And actually, Russell talks about one of the great examples here with Gary Vee about how things are, are changing and that you don't necessarily need to be a specialist on any specific thing in order to create content about it, more than anything, you can just document what you are doing. And this is where the whole idea of vlogs come into play. People aren't necessarily creating content about instructional and formational content. Instead, they're creating vlogs. They're documenting their day. And if you take that approach, let's say for example, you want to become a mechanic. And so every single day, you dedicate some time to becoming a better mechanic. You go from learning how to change oil all the way to learning how to take apart an engine and putting it back together. And that transition, that growth, and that growth can be great documentation for you that will make great content for your YouTube channel, your blog, your podcast, whatever it may be. And there's other people out there that are more than willing to watch that content, to consume that content. And that is really what's extremely powerful. And just really quickly, this is what I was talking about before. If you can see this here where it has the television and the phone and these different things, basically it's talking about how the old school television is now our, our phones, our mobile phones, our iPhones, our Androids, whatever. But now the TV channels are the apps and also the show on the TV channel are our own shows, whether it be on YouTube or podcasts or a blog or whatever it may be. We now have the ability of creating our own show, our own platform and our own audiences. Now, this goes back to why is this chapter? Why is the secret called infiltrating the dream 100? And the reason for that is because now once you start producing content, you start establishing yourself as a legitimate platform you have an audience, that's where you can start inviting some people of your Dream 100 onto your show, whether it's a podcast, blog, or YouTube channel, and start interviewing them and talk to them about what you are doing, how they're doing, what they're doing, and just have a conversation so that way your audience can consume some of the content that not only you're producing, but some of the content that you're from your Dream 100 are consuming too. And that builds up your credibility, that builds up your audience, and ultimately that increases your, I guess you could call it your, your digital street cred, and that attracts a lot more people. And the idea behind this is not necessarily just to create a really great YouTube channel or to create a really great podcast or a blog. The idea behind it is because you want to use these channels or these platforms like YouTube, a blogger, a podcast, medium, WordPress, whatever it may be. And remember, you don't want to just keep the traffic there. You want to redirect the traffic over to a place where you can own the traffic. That is one of the secrets in this book. You want to ultimately own the traffic. The ultimate goal really is to build up your list and to really own the information of your audience so that you can ultimately remarket to them without having to either spend more money or work some more to get their attention again, repeatedly, repeatedly, multiple times. You just want to get it one time and then remarket to them with an email marketing campaign, an SMS text messaging campaign or, or whatever bot that you're using. You want to own the traffic so you can remarket to them. So the whole idea is you want to build incredible platforms all around you, whether it's a podcast, blog, or YouTube channel, and then redirect that traffic so that you can own the traffic finally. And another thing really quickly of what Russell talks about, he actually uses his podcast as an, as an example, the Marketing Series Podcast. 
And it started as a as a podcast that he would do in his car called, I believe, Marketing in Your Car. The idea behind this is how he didn't necessarily look at the analytics. He didn't see how many listeners or downloads he had of his podcast. He just consistently posted every single day on his commute to work. It was about a 10 minute podcast every single day. And he would post consistently, consistently without stopping. And at the end of the year, he saw his analytics and he realized that he had grown a big audience around this one podcast without realizing it. And that's really what the power of consistency and posting really does to you and to your platform. It's one of the things that I'm still working on, especially with YouTube where it requires some editing. I understand the power and the value of posting frequently. And actually Russell challenges us in this secret to post at least once every single day. And he says that if you post once every single day for a full year, you will no longer have any financial troubles. And I can see why that is, because if you're consistent about it and you're consistently improving your voice, your message, your value that you're putting out there, and you're able to really retain that traffic, you own the traffic, then you're really able to monetize that audience instead of having it left as statistics on the analytics of whatever platform you're on. If you own the traffic, you can remarket to them, sell a product, sell a course, sell a service to them. It's a lot better and you're able to monetize that traffic without it just going to waste. But of course, that all goes back to infiltrating your Dream 100. Use your Dream 100 as a leveraging tool because there's gonna be people out there that have already built their audiences, that already have leverage over their audiences and are able to really build a lot of traffic you want to take advantage of that, bring them onto your platform, your channel, your podcast, your blog, whatever it may be. And also you going over there so that you can be on their end and let their audience experience the value that you have to offer. So that was basically a quick summary of secret number seven of Traffic Secrets by Russell Brunson. This book has a lot of gold in it. I encourage you to study it on your own if you have the chance. Grab a free copy of this book. There's going to be a link down below or right here at anablemihangos.com forward slash traffic secrets and you can go ahead and grab a free copy all you have to do is pay shipping and handling thanks so much everyone if you want to check out the rest of the videos of the traffic secrets playlist there's going to be a link right here i believe thanks so much everyone until next time have a fantastic day